This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me this afternoon on Radio K Pulpit 729M on my program called Rise, and I'm Renette Myberg, and we are so blessed to be having September, and we are enjoying spring. Is that not amazing? I had the privilege of going up to the flowers, and then I just realized how much Jesus loves our nation to bless us with all that beauty. And I just know that there's a new dawn coming, new season coming for us as a nation. I just would like to encourage you that this is the program where we like to give you, you know, um, a give you some hope and wisdom and guidance and knowledge when real life happens in the family and we discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family in truth and in love and today we have a very very special guest with us today she's highly acclaimed lecturer at the Western Cape uh, College of Nursing Cape Town and she is Dr. Ivalo van Veek but we will be chatting to her straight after this next uh, our we're going to listen to Bobby van Jarspel, and it's isn't an incredible day. Thank you. You're listening to Rise on Radio Cape Pulpit, seven two nine a.m. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me, Renette Myberg, on 7 to 9 a.m. I just want to encourage you. My program is called Rise, and we have a WhatsApp line called uh, it's 081-729-1657, or you can SMS on 37988, and our telegram number is 081-729-1657. That is if you are, if there's any questions you want to know about our program or any questions that you'd like to ask our guests at a later stage, we will direct them to you. And uh, we just want to welcome you. And we've got a very special guest. We are talking about uh, the naked truth about domestic violence. And we have Dr. Ivalu van Veek on the line with us today. Welcome, Dr. van Veek. How are you doing? Thank you very much. Uh, And thank you for inviting me to your program. We are really looking forward to the content that you are going to offer us today. It's a very, very significant um, uh, subject. Uh, it's very relevant at the moment, um, as even within the government. And we know that this is on the uprise. And we are obviously going into very troubled times now. And things are not looking great for the, on the home front. So I just want to ask you, uh, Dr. Ivalo, I see that you are a lecturer um, at the Western Cape College of Nursing and that you're responsible for teaching advanced uh, psychiatric nursing. 
So you obviously, um, I, I, I have never seen a, a CV like this. It's incredible. It's like a book on its own. You are so well um, uh, educated in on all all um, forms of the psychiatric um, aspects of the human nature. Um, can we just have a little bit of a background of um, who you are right now and where you uh, you know where's your point of influence? You know, we just want to know. I see that you've started this movement um, with Pastor um, Lloyd, and uh, you know, just give us a bit of the background of the Naked Truth and that's this, uh, you know, about the domestic violence movement. Um, yes, we are actually four um, ladies that are very involved um, with domestic violence and uh, women that is broken and trapped in abusive relationships. So. Um, it is Dr. Jane Abrams, uh, she's a psychologist, uh, myself, that I'm teaching psychiatric nursing. Um, then Claudia Root, who is a social worker, and then uh, Pastor Bridget Lloyd. So we actually came together and we uh, thought, what can we as women do to help other women? Not only to just tell them what to do, but how can we physically assist them, you know, um, equip them with skills, equip them, um, um, you know, with that tools, what they must do to come out and um, be integrated into a community that they can go on and move on with their lives. Very, very important. And, you know, and, and how did you become involved? And, you know, why, if you can just share maybe a testimony um, and, you know, in what your, ro your role is in this movement. Okay. So, how it will work, we have an um, email address and a telephone number and um, a lady that answered the telephone. So, when a person phone in who needs some help, we uh, will then... Uh, see uh, the person, we will find out and identify what are their needs, and then we take it from there. So, um, as I said, we are all women with different um, aspects, you know, um, and qualifications. Like, uh, a psychologist, uh, nursing, and then we will look, how can we assist the, uh, the person? For example, if a person found from Somerset Way, Obviously, we can't go there because we are all full-time working. But then we will um, collaborate with other uh, stakeholders and put this person in touch with uh, this uh, person. Yes. So we actually, it's not a, just a talk show. We are actually physically going to teach them skills depending on their own individual needs. Yes. And if you can just give us a bit of a background of, uh, you know, the, uh, I see that you've got a whole um, program that you've got on, on Facebook. If you can just give us a little bit of a background, what that looks like and what are you going to be uh, training on that, uh, on that platform? You know, just give us a bit of a background on the platforms that you're using right now. Yeah. Uh, what is very important, uh, so when a person phone us, um, they must be coming in, they sign a contract and they must be committed and willing um, to make a difference in their lives. So, uh, for example, if I could just give you, um, if a person was, for example, working um, in an abusive relationship for 25 years, never work again, so that is one of the reasons why people are not um, willing to come out of their relationship. Yes. Because maybe they were not working, then we will help them to draw up a CV, how to do their financial uh, planning, and we will obviously put them in contact with people who can help them with financial planning. Um, for example, um, 
if a person uh, um, lost their uh, ID, lost their um, driver's license, we will help and assist them. How can they go about? And, you know, sometimes people exactly know what to do, but they just need somebody to help them over yes, that year yes. and um, take their hand and help them. But it's not about us. It's about what they want to achieve. That's correct. So, for instance, um, you know, I hear it's, it's, you know, that you prepare to work across all cultures and all um, races as well as all um, status levels. So this can be, you obviously reaching out just uh, the com- to the community. Um, and uh, is it, you know, for any person, is it, uh, you know, this movement available to the upper class and the middle class, the the working class, the you know the community as you said some some are you know been staying in relationships for 25 years and they've had no working experience um would you be helping them you know find skills and uh you know just walk a road with them yes that's correct uh as i said you know our movement is not uh, only for a certain um a group of people we are open for um all uh, you know all people and at the end of your program, I will give you our email address yes. and our contact details. Yes, yes, please do. That will be wonderful. We'll definitely get that that yes. information um, from if you. If I can just coming back to um, you know to your question, um, what we also do because people have the right to be um, assisted in their own um, language, so we yes. are busy getting people of all uh, languages um, we will involve in the group who can assist us. Wow, that is wonderful. That's really good yeah. news because that's very important. You know, language is a huge barrier um, to to seek help, and um, obviously, not knowing where and how um, that is very important if they can be met at their needs. And um, you know, so you know, I, I hear this movement is—it's a movement. It's not an organisation as much, but a movement. What makes it so different? Um, and what is the goal set to impact the the community currently? Well, when we come together, we have a clear vision. Uh, we don't want just a, a, a talk show. So our main focus is uh, we want to focus on social recovery that these uh, women can be successfully uh, integrated into the community uh, because obviously they are not satisfied with their circumstances. So what makes us different? Um, as I said uh, earlier on, uh, we are not only telling them, go to the police, get a, um, a, a, you know, a, um, a form, you know, uh, to... You know, like a, um, a case. what you call it, uh, yeah, uh, make a case. Because sometimes, you know, people are not also believe they are very scared to go and make cases because they are scared uh, because the abuser uh, threatened them. So, um, you know, and lots of times women are going and to get the interdict and then um, the next morning, because they feel guilty, they withdraw the, uh, you know, the case or they think they don't need the interdict anymore. So we are then... Uh, they to empower them to follow their art and go to you know full out and get out of that um, abusive relationship yes. because it takes years for people to come to that realization. I am trapped and there is help available outside. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. um, is that is this a, a purely for the Western Cape? 
you know, we just and you know because our our listenership goes quite quite broad into smaller towns and um, in the neighbourhood. I mean, you know, neighbouring you know villages and that type of thing. No, uh, we are not only um, focused on the Western Cape. Anybody who needs us, uh, as I said, I will give the telephone number. Yes. For example, if you're a person in the Northern Cape or uh, Eastern right. Cape, we will then um, uh, look, how can we um, um, collaborate with people at that side mm. um, and put them in touch with uh, the relevant stakeholders. Yeah. This is such good news. It's like a one-stop shop almost that um, come to us. We can, we will help you. We will help you. We will find a way to assist you in everything that uh, you can possibly, um, you know, walk walk the individual um, and uh, let us see how we can help you. Um, and that is wonderful. That's such good news. Um, we are really looking forward to seeing how this will roll out. Um, and Thank you. So I was just wanting to know, um, you know, what else is there that um, that uh, apart from just the social, the social um, uh, impact that you are having? Uh, I see that you will do workshops and seminars, and uh, you know, you're going to be offering that as well. So how are you going to um, operate with that? Now. Um on the moment, it's very difficult, especially with um, the restriction on um, the amount of people. Um, and I know not everybody has access to internet uh, and so on. So that is uh, stuff that we are busy working on. But um, we try to um, spread our wings and um, we will maybe do it on Teams or, or on WhatsApp video call. Um, yeah, we are so busy working that logistics out. Yes, 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 because I know it's quite a new movement. uh, From time to time, post it on um, our Facebook page. Okay, so what does your Facebook page look like right now? Um, It is the Naked Tour. Yeah, so people just uh, log in in, on Facebook to the Naked Truth page. And maybe at this point, um, I can uh, give our uh, Gmail address. It is uh, assist Naked Truth at gmail.com and our telephone number is 0818-156-192 so when people need our assistance they phone that number um, Pastor Lloyd will answer it uh, she will look what is uh, uh, you know to whom of us uh, then she must Sorry, she must refer the person. We will make contact with that person, and we then will make an appointment, whether it is via phone, whether it is via uh, direct physically into the office. We will assess the person's needs, and then we take it from there. Um, uh, you know, after uh, assessing the needs, we will take it from there. Fantastic! That sounds like incredible, incredible um, information that we can share with our ge- people. You know, uh, you know, we are so lost at times. You know, person is uh, so uh, in such a dark place when when you have nowhere to turn to. Um, and it's so wonderful to know that a pastor is actually at the end of the call. Um, that is incredible. I had Bridget on last week, and she was such a blessing to us, and her testimony was just 
so powerful and so encouraging that you can come out of anything and become uh, the Lord has such a perfect uh, purpose for each one of us and he can take us out of the darkest into the light and you know the Lord has just shown me you know in uh, he has he has shown me in the word that he says uh, in Romans 12 verse t- uh, 10 he says love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other and this is where we can get to a point where we can just honor honor those that have that are broken and lost and are stuck in a situation that we just need to continuously find love in the situation um and you know uh, uh dr van Veek, i'd like us to continue this conversation with you know the actual the more formal con- uh, uh questions straight after we're just going to take a break quickly and we're going to listen to fierce by jesus culture rise with renette myberg Finding God's truth for the way forward together. Wow, and that was fierce by Jesus' culture. The love is fierce that the Lord has for us. We are so blessed. Um, thank you, Dr. Van Veek, for joining us today with your wealth of information. Um, we just want to welcome, welcome you uh, and uh, thank you for joining us today and you know we are obviously in lockdown and if you can just give us a little bit of the impact of domestic violence uh, post lockdown and currently in our communities and I see um, in your credentials that you've also noted that you've had studies on um, men being abused as well and I just want us to highlight that because I'm counseling somebody who's had a family where the woman abused the men so if you can just include that in 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 your answers as well please yes um in now since lockdown not only in South Africa but across the world um like a, a lot of stress on people I mean schools were closed um social distancing. So when you are in an abusive relationship, whether you are um, a male or a female, you have no place to escape. Where as you were working, you could go to work where you feel safe. But now unfortunately, uh, you know, in depending on also on the house, not everybody has uh, so many um rooms that they can uh, go and sit in a, a right. different room. So and also you know um women or men are too scared to phone and make a case because they are so fearful of being overheard by the abuser. So, unfortunately, they have close contact for a prolonged period. And then uh, also, um, especially with people who have low stress levels, remember, a lot of people lost their uh, income, lost their jobs. Um, they have very limited resources. So the abuser actually prohibits the, the victim to make contact with her social network because of the restrictions and the curfews and all that type of thing. Also, people, you know, as you know, that alcohol and substance play a major role in domestic violence. And that is why, um, uh, you know, they, they were... I don't, know if I agree with it, but uh, because there was a restriction on the alcohol, because uh, apparently they have proved that it uh, increased gender-based violence. However, in our work, uh, what I am doing, we we also uh, experienced the same. There was definitely a rise in domestic violence cases, 
and I was doing a little bit of research on it, um, and that is all over the world. There was a spike in the domestic violence cases. Um, and for, we could come back to the awful incompetence, you know, where people, uh, for example, the abuser go out to restaurants and bars when, uh, where they were drinking. Now they couldn't do that. So where did they do it? They did it in the home yes. um, where they drink. And then, you know, they get drunk, there's arguments. So this is uh, where the poor victim then uh, at the end of their frustration. What it also makes it very difficult, uh, especially with the restrictions uh, with the uh, COVID-19, the police, uh, you know, and for example, us, uh, because I am voluntarily involved in the finance community uh, trauma support, we couldn't go out to the victims and, um, you know, assist them. So that was a really a, a big problem. So, and also these people couldn't come out of their houses to go and uh, get the interdict, make a case. So they were actually trapped in their own homes. Yeah. And, um, you know, because of their different responsibilities, the children are there, we must think a little bit further, the impact on the children who have to witness mm -hmm. that con continuous uh, harassment and verbal and emotional abuse. Um, that the victim had to endure. And we are actually very um, concerned about it. How can it affect children, uh, you know, in the future? That's correct. That is correct. It's yes. such, it is such a um, fine line of how do we, how do children absorb um, a violence in the home? Um, yes. And the way forward. So, what is you know in your in your studies that you've done? What is the root violence, uh, the root of domestic violence, and what is the profile of an abuser? You know, sometimes we we don't even it's you know it looks like normal, and we don't realize we're actually in an abusive relationship. So, to answer your first question, if you look at the root cause of uh, of domestic violence. Um, you know, men um, of the abuser, let me rather not discriminate, but yes. the abuser believes that the only way to resolve conflict is through violence, force, and control. It's really about power, power and control. Also, child with experiences, if I can, for example, um, elaborate on this. A uh, person who grew up in a, a house where domestic violence was, um, you know, the norm, of the uh, of the day, they saw it and they like later think, but that is how it should be. So childhood experiences play a major role. Mm. Then also major life changes. And here, uh, for example, if a person lives in a home, um, the person, you know, the victim, if I can call it like that, uh, it may be uh, terminally ill or look after a terminally ill uh, family member. The abuser feel neglected and then, um, you know, take out his anger and frustration on the uh, victim. Then yes. other uh, root causes, and that may be linked to our previous question, why is there now so a spike in domestic violence, especially during COVID? A lot of people uh, lost their jobs, lost their um, uh, companies, their financial major impact. Um, they lose their houses. Debt uh, increase, and that all increases stress levels, and uh, at home, this can then lead up to violence. Yes. So, also, um, 
the abuser uh, might be have a very low self-esteem and uh, because to compensate for their own um, feeling better, they violated the rights of the victim. So, um, victims, you know, when they try to leave the uh, relationship, they actually, um, the perpetrators become more abusive in order to be, uh, to maintain uh, the control. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so to come sense. to your next question, you ask, uh, what's the profile of an abuser? That's correct. As I already mentioned, uh, you know, they that's the only way that they can resolve conflict is through a violent force and control. Um, I always say, you know, uh, sometimes the, um, a woman, because we actually now focus today uh, on women, or we can actually include men also, but, you know, uh, the abuser um, not only starts from the day one uh, to abuse, they, they appear very charming. And, you know, women or men always think, where on earth does this person coming from? You know, and you actually fall in the trap of the abuser. And the moment that that abuser has you in the palm of the hand, then they start. They also, uh, you know, are extremely jealous and always tell uh, the victim, you know, if I can't get you, nobody will get you. So it instills a lot of fear in the, uh, in the victim. These people have uh, a lot of um, violent outbursts that break things. And, you know, that just that noise of the breaking of the object instills a lot of fear in the victim. Yes, yes. And especially, you know, uh, they isolate. They isolate the victim from their family, from their friends. Yes. You know, they have control over their cell phones. And especially now you can see the linkage between that and COVID-19 um, because People were not allowed to uh, leave their houses when we were in lockdown five, uh, level five. So it was really terrible uh, for these women. Yes, yes. And then also, you know, uh, um, as I said earlier, on alcohol and drug abuse uh, uh, play a major role. Mm -hmm. And your typical abuser will say, you know, I'm sorry I did it because, uh, and then they start blaming the alcohol and the drug. But, the, you know, and then you feel sorry for these people and you believe them and, and then just them. the cycle of violence continues. That's correct. So That's a correct. typical abuser have a very poor self-esteem uh, and, uh, you know, they have this major um, mood swing. The one moment they are so sweet and kind and bring you flowers, um, spoil you with chocolate, and the next moment, you know, they have this explosive anger outburst, they're angry, they are moody. And as one uh, client of mine uh, me said, you know, I always had to walk on the Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. with Renette Myberg, finding God's truth for the way forward together. Renette Myberg on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. My sincere apologies, Dr. Van Veek, about that. <laughs> Are I was wondering what happened to you. <laughs> you know, we've got a new board, and um, I have to admit, I am still learning to drive it, fly it. <laughs> and okay. I'm so sorry, but the, it, it went into... Okay, can uh, I continue? Yes, please do. Okay, so we are still with the profile of the abuser. Yes, please do. So, you know, uh, when people are actually come to realize that I need to uh, leave this relationship, 
uh, and, uh, you know, make that plan to move. The abuser will do everything in their um, ability to get that victim back. They manipulate, and unfortunately, uh, there are lots of reasons why uh, people are scared to leave an abusive relationship, and then they fall for that abuser and they go, uh, go back. And, you know, a lot of abusers have still that idea of women must be their, um, uh, you know, their slaves. And when they come at home, you know, they must, uh, the house must be clean, the food must be uh, ready. And if they not uh, do what the abuser wants, they uh, get um, thing of the bed. Anyway, so, um, you know, Unfortunately, abusers have that wonderful ability to always blame the victim. You are looking for it. Or the reason why I hit you or the uh, reason why I slap you is because I care, because I love you. Mm -hmm. And if people can just get that in, you know, that it is totally unacceptable. Uh, Nobody has a right to hit uh, other people. That's correct. And also, you know, the abuser will always uh, make, oh, it was not so bad. You know, it is not, you just overreacted. Mm. And a typical abuser has hit people in their past relationships, yes. blame and blame the victim uh, for the violence. Yes. Um, also, they use force, um, whether it is physical. Um, and you know, like one client once said to me, if they rather um, smack me, if they... Um, do something to me that I can see the physical um, uh, scars, but the emotional abuse is it's so much so deeper. Much worse. So a lot of these people learn to live behind a mark, yes. and you know that is so exhausting because people have to the whole day to sit and think. I must say I'm okay. Put up the smiley face. Me yes. yes. uh, at work. At, uh, their friends, and then when they go back, they go back to uh, home to that abuser. So, right. can you see that vicious cycle, the uh, the scars, the emotional damage that is done to uh, to the victim? That's correct. Then also, uh, you know, um, a typical abuser, he or she feels nothing for the rights of others. And this is where it, uh, it comes that you have to go back to these people's childhood experiences, their childhood life. And I always say, where did, uh, does things went wrong in these people's lives? Because you don't just stand up uh, in the morning and you become abuser. There must be a grass root. Where is the abuse um, you know, coming from? Your typical abuser is very good with manipulating. Um, always criticize. You know, belittle uh, these people. Um, judge people. And I think it is very, very sad uh, and uh, experience for a victim to be criticized and uh, be belittled in front of their friends. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of uh, women that are in the abuse, uh, you know, they will always try to um, minimize the abuse. And they will That's always the try thing, to talk because they're staying in the relationship and there's children involved and there's finances involved. There's a million reasons why they're staying and there's a million reasons why they should be leaving. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, if we look at uh, abuse, I mean, uh, as I said, it is not only um, 
physical abuse, it's emotional, it is sexual, it is economical. Mm-hmm. And then also you, um, uh, uh, one concept that they add to the uh, abuse um, in the past few years is your um, harmful traditional practices where you get your forced marriages. Yes, okay? cultural, uh, cultural Especially your young girls, you know, with the human trafficking where they mm. are taken away to go, uh, you know, where the parents decided who um, must the girl marry. Yes, yes. So, you know, uh, a message that I always give, uh, you know, um, to people that is in an abusive relationship, um, the first and most important thing is that the person must come, they must start recognizing I am in an abusive relationship. That's right. Right? Um, your safety is very important, so uh, they must always uh, uh, know what is their option. They can go to the police, get the interdict, always pack an emergency uh, bag and Put it somewhere. For example, where you, if you have a driver's license, your ID book is in. For that moment that you need to escape. Yes, very important. Also very important is to alert friends. But you know, especially, um, and that I experience it a lot with women, you know, where their family or their uh, parents uh, warn them, uh, you know, before the relationship, before the marriage, uh, against this abuser. Now, you know, life is blind. They go into that relationship. Now they feel actually embarrassed and ashamed shame. to, to yes, go and talk shame. to these people. But it is important. So, for example, if a person is in an abusive relationship, they have a full-time job. Now, for two days, they not uh, turn up at uh, work mm. or nobody um, see them or people not she uh, or he not answer their phone. The people must go, the red flag must go on and go and look where is this person. And what is important, you know, the abuser always lets feel the victim it is her fault or it is his fault. So important is that the person must realize it is not actually their fault. Okay. Another important thing is you know, uh, especially if they come one day court cases, the moment that your abuse starts, start documenting everything. That's great. Now, if you, for example, fix it to somebody, try to get the print out. And then also, as you said earlier, on financial, it's a big uh, problem. So yes. if you have a little bit of money, try to put away some uh, form of a money that you, when you have to get out, get on a, a you know, in a shelter or any, uh, anything, that you have at least some money. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, what is important is when you decided to leave, you have to disengage yourself. Never, ever go back. Even if it's the abuser manipulate you. If he hit you once, if he slapped you once, if he do anything to you and uh, threatened you to kill you, you or you and your children. Yes, it can escalate to death eventually. It, it can. And I mean, if you look at it, I look at last night on Facebook of this lady that actually, this is very sad, that she went to the police station um, to make a case and the abuser follower and he shot her in front of the police station. Can you believe it? Uh, you know, and... I mean, if you look at uh, over the past few uh, months, years, yes. oh how many goodness. women were killed at the hand of the uh, abuser? And it is actually very sad. 
and to think of that terrible circumstances that that person lived and that fear, you know. Um, and really, you know, I always say to people, leave, never go back and move on with your life. That's correct. However, as I said, that is not that easy. And this is where our movement comes in. Where yes. we you can, if you can just give us those, yes. If you can, you know, before, you know, the program is coming to an end now, I just don't want them to lose, you know, get your details. Let us just quickly give them your details so that they can, any further conversation that needs to take place, that they can contact you, please. Yes. Uh, I just want to add something, um, you know, if you look at statistics, uh, you know, about um, domestic violence, just in the first three weeks, only in South Africa, more than 120,000 victims oh, rang the national helpline to ask for help. Oh, and goodness. that is, uh, I think that sums up, you know, the, the major impact the, uh, that COVID-19 has on uh, domestic violence. Dr. Okay. Convake, I don't want us to lose you. Let us quickly get your uh, phone number and uh, how they can get okay. hold of you. Yes, it's 0818-156-192 and our email address is assist, com. And I just want to ask the listeners outside to be the advocate for people that they know is in uh, domestic uh, violence uh, who not have the courage to uh, contact ourselves, to be yes. the advocate for them Amen. and to make contact with us and we will then uh, take it this from there. Them. Thank you so much for your amazing advice. Um, this is a topic that we can go on hours for. Um, we will definitely have you back. Um, I've got other topics I'd love to speak to you about as well, but may the Lord just continuously use you mightily in everything that um, he has planned for you and that you'll have a that there will be many women's and uh, men's lives changed through the work that you do. But thank you so much for being those agents of change. Thank you, Dr. Uh, Van Veek, and we will chat soon again. And listeners out there, be, be safe, stick to the rules, and thank you for joining me until next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Van Veek. We'll chat soon. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.